Welcome to Incidental Contact, your source for fantasy football advice, draft strategies, and information. This is your host, Josh. And Jason, it's time to get physical. Welcome to today's fantasy podcast, December 19th edition. We're going to uh, recap last week, um, talk a little bit about this week, and um, your fantasy championship. Mostly championship. There are some leagues, like my silly league, that goes to 17, but, you know. Gross. Yeah. It, it, you know, it is what it is. You know, I would have been, ah, would I have been eliminated last week? I don't know. Who cares? Anyway, uh, we're going to jump straight on in. First up, first game of the week. No Thursday Night Football. Rejoice. Yeah. Couldn't be more excited. I hate Thursday Night Football more than anything. But we do have Saturday. Uh, 4.30 Eastern. Redskins at Titans. Ugh. It, it's gross, but there's also a lot of playoff implication involved. Well, there is. Well, I mean, are the mathematically, the, the Washington team is alive. But are they really alive? I mean, your quarterback is Josh freaking Johnson, who got his first win since like 2012 or something stupid. So, also, we we could go through the, why isn't Kaepernick the starting quarterback for the Washington team? But I don't want to go down that road again. Um, For Washington, there's really not a whole lot of fantasy assets here. Um, I mean, Josh Johnson in the most desperate of two QB leagues, just because he's rushing and he can get you some rushing yards, much like a much better Josh Allen. Um, and then the receivers, they're all awful. It's so bad. It's just terrible. Um, so I would say Adrian Peterson's about your only asset, but he's kind of hit a wall the last handful of weeks. So at best, he's a flex play, in my opinion. And the Redskins are kind of going nowhere fast. Yeah, for sure. Uh, with Tennessee, um, uh, Henry's had a nice couple of games here, which is irritating for anyone that drafted him and held him and then maybe released him like halfway through the season or whatever. Um, slap in your face. But um, this might be a game where he'll have a little bit more trouble because Washington has had success versus people like Zeke where they kind of shut him down a little bit. Although um, the offense is bad enough at this point that um, maybe he wears him down and, and continues his streak. So, um, I mean, flex play at best. Um um, and then wide receivers. Oh, I was going to say, fun, fun fact about Derrick Henry. Um, I don't know how many points he has on the entire season, but do you know what percentage of them he has in the last two weeks? 50. 50%, yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's so freaking obnoxious. <laughs> it's so silly. I, I kind of wonder, too, what the uh, point value for another person that blew up late in the season would be for Amari Cooper. Um, and we, we could talk about that when we get there. But uh, yeah. uh, with Tennessee, uh, Corey Davis... Uh, really the only pass-catching option I would want here. And, then, you know, Mariota in, like, a two-quarterback league at best. Uh, I unfortunately have that conundrum, and I'm really not looking forward to it at Yuck. all. Um, I guess the one conversation we could have is Derek Lewis versus Derek Henry, or Dion Lewis versus Derek Henry. Because Henry's been the workhorse as of late, but I still kind of think that's false fruit, so to speak. I don't know. Yeah. That, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't re- really want to start Deion Lewis whatsoever, but I still kind of think Deion Lewis maybe is the better player. He's virtually the most versatile, um, but I think you just go with the hot hand right now. I, yeah, I, I'd rather not go with either, but that's just yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't think anything else matters. Although the Titans' defense is a sneaky, fun. Well, not even sneaky. Just a fun option to stream here. 
Mm-hmm. They've been yeah. pretty good, and uh, again, as I've said before, it's Josh Johnson. Thanks. Uh, who do you got? Titans. Yeah, I also. Oh, housekeeping. Uh, you have a gentleman's 17-point lead. Um, I'm not catching up, but I'm going to go Titans anyway. Next game, we, uh, Saturday, about 8.20 on the East Coast. Ravens at Chargers. Huge game for playoff implications. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ravens clinching on to the sixth seed right now. Could win the division, potentially with some help. Um, for the Ravens, Lamar Jackson keeps chugging along as like a, I would say, fringe QB1 just because of his rushing ability. His throwing ability, not so hot. But at this point, there's nothing to gain by putting old Joe back in. So keep riding that if you can. I mean, against uh, Chargers defense, I would say... There's a little bit more downside, so I'd maybe maybe I prefer like a Josh Allen or a Baker Mayfield, or if, if you're or Nick Foles, maybe if you're going down that road. And then running back wise, Gus Edwards kind of took back over this week. I still think it's kind of a bit of a split though, and it really was a six, you know 60-40 split between him and Kenneth uh, Kenneth Dixon. I still prefer Gus Edwards. You just got to realize he's getting you nothing through the air, and all the wide receivers continue to not be productive because Lamar Jackson just can't throw. Not yet, Fact. at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also want to state that this week I will be a huge Baltimore Ravens fan. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about the Chiefs <laughs> when we get there. That disappointment. I guess we can talk a, lot about, a little bit about it here with the Chargers. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I want to get your thought on it because, un- unfortunately or fortunately, we're, we're both dialed into the KC sport, circle of sports. Were the refs as bad as everyone was made? I don't think they were I, – I don't think they did good, but I think it was – fairly equal across the board. I don't think I think either way you, either team could have said the ref screwed him over, but I think it was pretty down the middle. Yeah, I, I would agree actually with that. Um early on in the game the Chargers had like like six penalties in a row or something like that, like in the first quarter or something. So they're really getting nailed. But uh, really if you're up two scores with four minutes to go and you lose, it's really I think more on you as a team. I mean just get you a field goal anything you know any points on the board and you win that game i can't remember there was i saw some people moaning about one of the play calls in the fourth quarter that went against the chiefs and then like the play before that though philip rivers got knocked silly on a late hit and that didn't get called so i think it kind of goes both ways uh i I, the bigger takeaway here i think is like the chargers are a really good team mahomes might have be the sexy flashy thing but like that chargers team is really damn good Mm -hmm. so but um, what else do you got on the Chargers? Um, well, uh, first off, uh, I tip my hat to have the most uh, Pro Bowlers, and we could kind of just sprinkle in any seven. Of them, yes, right? yeah. yeah, yeah, seven. Um, um Philip Rivers, um, still going to start him versus Baltimore. Um, I mean, I guess unless you just have a really good backup, um, just go ahead and keep starting him. He's just been on fire. I think uh, I saw today he was like quarterback seven. So, um, just keep with the hot hand. Um, running back wise, I assume Melvin Gordon's coming back, and he gets enough pass catching work that even if they kind of stuff him in the run game, I think he's still going to be um, a really good option this week. And then we don't really know per se what's going on with Keenan Allen yet. Um, with if if he's not going to play, I think Mike Williams might even be pickable, uh, pick upable in some leagues um, if he didn't grab him yesterday. Um, and I think he would be the best option there. Other than that, not too interested. Um, anybody else yeah phil rivers is averaging 18.9 quarterback six on the season i can't imagine you have anything that dramatically better available to you and i i, I still think the upside is too great with phil rivers 
Um, I'd be a little concerned with the Melvin Gordon thing, like if things aren't going their way early. But I, I, I guess I don't think they'd ever stop trying to win the game, but I could see them going to the other running backs a little bit. Not that you could start either Eckler or Jackson in the scenario, but I could see them like you know saying, well, you know, we're, we'll still be the five. And like no matter which way you cut the bread here, they're playing all their games on the road in the playoffs. Like yeah. they might they might host <laughs> the game, but there will be more fans for the other team. So especially if the Rams end up hosting a game too. Like the people generally prefer to go to the Rams games at the Coliseum than Chargers games at StubHub. So you know. Interesting. Yeah, and Mike Williams is interesting too. I I don't know. I I wonder if taking Keenan Allen away and making him a focal point for the defense to focus on maybe hurts him a little bit. I, I don't know that I would use anyone instead, but just something to think about. Yeah. Who do you got? Uh, I want the Ravens to win, but I'm going to go with the super hot charges. I got to pick against you because I'm trying to gain 17 points in two with 32 attempts. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like my chances. Um, all right, moving into Sunday, the early slate. First up, we have the Giants of New York going to face the Indianapolis Colts. Um, the Giants, newsflash, are terrible at football. They got goose egged last week. Um, did you hear the reports that came out this week that the Giants are committed to Eli Manning next year? Stop. Stop it. <laughs> it's like hit. You need to hit the Giants over the head with like rolled up newspaper, like the bad dog. I, I, I just don't understand. What, what are you, I mean, maybe, I don't know what his contract looks like, and maybe there's a ton of guaranteed money that they can't get out of, And but even in that case, just eat the money and let him go. You need to start, yeah. you need to get a new quarterback who can grow with Barkley and Beckham, and so, like, you're, you just made Beckham the top-played receiver of football. Get someone that can yeah. throw him the ball. Yeah, and you're wasting their, you know, their prime years because, you know, possibly contract that's not favorable to release, like, you, you gotta eat it. Yeah. Well, and then, like, here, here, this game was a shining example. Like, this is the first time we've seen it, so I don't know if it's, like, a, would be a common occurrence. But Barkley got contained by a pretty good Titans defense. He only gets 14 for 31 on the ground, and they keep him to four receptions. So, first stinker for Barkley. And so, you know, you wonder, what if you had a quarterback that could maybe make the defense honor a, a true passing game for once? Granted, no Beckham in this game kind of changes the game a little bit, but it's the, the entire theory, I guess. Right. So, yeah, but further, aside from that, going forward against, the, you know, the Colts defense, pretty good the last three, four, five weeks, but Barkley every week. Uh, Beckham, if he's healthy, allegedly he's going to try to play this week. I'll believe it when I see it. And if he doesn't play, Ingram has been a little hotter at tight end. I like him better if Beckham doesn't play because there's really no one else to throw the damn ball to. Yeah. So. With uh, Indianapolis, um, like I said, they they were sneaky good on defense. They finally kind of slowed down Amari Cooper last week. Um, on offense, obviously you're gonna start Andrew Luck, who, by the way, mega snub in the Pro Bowl. Guy's got second most touchdowns. Tom Brady, not even top ten, you know, in fantasy anyway, which translates, you know, over stat wise as well with NFL, um, which just shows it's more of a popularity contest a lot of times than it is. Um, I, I don't get too worked up about it because by the time the Pro Bowl actually gets around, I think like Lamar Jackson may be a Pro Bowl quarterback. Yeah, a lot of people won't play. Um, I was listening this morning to a um, I think six ten or whatever on the radio, and they were talking about how um, you know Tom Brady's been selected to fourteen uh, 
Pro Bowls, which is tied for most ever. But he's played in two, and the last one he played in was 2005. So <laughs> Slightly skewed because of the Super Bowl stuff, but yeah. Yeah. Slightly skewed, but yeah. I get what you're saying. But, like, I remember, it must have been, like, four or five years ago, but Andy Dalton made the quarterback as, like, the seventh, or made quarterback for the AFC as, like, the seventh alternate. Like, yeah. really? <laughs> There's only 16 teams <laughs> in a conference. Like, come on. What are we yeah. doing here? Like, just, at this point, it's come down to the veteran players don't want to play. So I feel like if you've already been named to a Pro Bowl, within the first five years of your career, you're just not allowed to be nominated again. And then if you haven't been and you're past your five years, then you're eligible to be, you know what I mean? Like, make it, like, a one-time honor. Like, you don't need 14 or 15 nominations. Like, it doesn't matter. They're not going to go. Like, Drew yeah. Drew Brees, if they don't make it, he's not going. Jared Goff, that he might actually go because it's his first attempt or first, you know, availability to go. But, like, what's the point? Like, they don't right. do anything meaningful. The game is a giant joke. Like, do you remember Tyler Eifert got hurt a couple years ago? And it's really kind of screwed up his career since. So, I don't know. I got Wasn't uh, the, the, the Ravens tied into? Uh, um, who was, um, what's his name? Four or five years ago? Todd he killed... No, after him. Had a really good tight end. Dennis Pitta? Dennis Pitta. I don't remember him Did getting he... hurt in a Pro Bowl, but, I mean, that wouldn't shock me. That guy can't walk down the street without, like, injuring his toe. <laughs> He's dislocated his hip twice, which is insane because, like, there's 80-year-olds who have dislocated a hip twice in their life. And he was, like, 28 at the prime of his athletic ability and dislocated his hip twice. And like, they had to yeah. tell him he couldn't play football again. That's how desperate he wanted to play. Ouch. But, um, yeah, I don't know. The the rest of the Colts offense, are you looking up that Dennis Petta thing? Yeah, it just came up with a bunch of injuries. So I, I don't remember if it happened during the Pro Bowl or not. I thought it did. But yeah, no. uh, neither here. The, the Pro Bowl to me is just... I don't know what you could replace it with, but it, it's kind of coming down. I mean, you see Mitchell, Mitchell Schwartz, who hasn't given up a sack all year, and he's given up a league low in pressures allowed. He wasn't nominated. Like, come on. Like, get yeah. it right, guys. <laughs> it's not that hard. Like, I get it. Like, fan voting kind of skews things. I don't think the fans should vote because, like, you just yeah. you flood the ballot with, like, whatever. I, I remember one year, and this is probably a decade ago or something, but, like, every single position in the NFC um, – Pro Bowl was a Redskins player (laughs) (laughs) because of fan voting. No, I I, I don't hate fan voting, like, but I think you should cap it at like ten percent of the impact. Like, it shouldn't make a a meaningful choice because because that's why the same people keep getting nominated. And I'll be honest, they do like the uh, like sometimes they'll do the skill check down things or whatever at the Pro Bowl. Like, I'm more interested in that. Yeah, the skill stomp and like they do the dodgeball now and that stuff is cool, but like the, the actual game itself. Like, they don't do anything here, and you have to play vanilla defense anyway, and it's just kind of, what's the point? Yeah. I, I'm being r- really, real old, curmudgeon-y old man right now. So, uh, back to the Colts. Colts, okay, so, um, obviously Andrew Luck, I'm uh, going to start him here, especially because that Giants defense here. Um, Marlon yeah. Mack kind of comes back into the fold. I think he had two touchdowns last week. Two so, and 139, yeah. Yeah, if, if you're going to you know, bind to the hype with that. Uh, I guess go ahead and use him this week and hope that he comes back with something like that. And then um, wide receiver-wise, uh, Ebron, although he didn't do so hot last week, um, he still has potential to catch, you know, a couple touchdowns a game. And then T.Y. Hilton is, is the same way. Boomer bust. Um, 
with both those guys in the catching game uh, with Indy. Yeah, I would say you know my favorite skill start outside of Andrew Luck would be uh, Marlon Mack because the Giants have been just a leaky sieve on defense ever since they traded away Snacks. Like they gave away their best run run defender for like a fourth round pick, and they have just been a giant hole on defense. So I would say Marlon Mack could feast here, and then I I think Ebron probably bounces back, but who knows with him, man? He's not good. Yeah. Look, spinning forward to next year, I can't wait for Ebron to go in like the fifth round. I'm so pumped for people to make that mistake. <laughs> oh, I bet you, I bet you he goes higher than that. Oh god, I cannot. I I'm talking him up. I'm I all my friends. Oh, definitely taking him like top top hundred pick for sure. <laughs> Just because I'm a jerk. <laughs> right. Um. All right. Who do you got here? Uh, the Colts. Yeah, Colts. Unfortunately, next game in a game that's very important for one team, we have the Texans traveling to Philadelphia to face the Eagles. Uh, huge for the Texans because uh, got to keep winning and they could maybe get a first round bye, which would be huge for mm-hmm. them, especially with some of their health concerns. Um, Deshaun Watson, right, right in the middle of the, you know, right at the fringe of a, being a starting QB every week. I, I think you can probably give him a. a eh, or, do you believe the Eagles' defense after what they did to the Rams last week? I don't know that I believe it. I kind of think the Rams are having an identity crisis. Yeah, um, and we could talk about some of the playoff teams that are having a lot of trouble right now, um, and, and they might be one of them, but yeah, I'm not overly believing it either. Yeah, I, I would say you probably fire up Deshaun Watson here. Um, running back-wise, though, it seems like Lamar Miller is probably going to miss this game with an injury he got against the Jets. And so I would say Alfred Blue probably gets the carries, but spoiler alert, it's probably going to be Deontay Foreman who's going to be activated and healthy for this game after missing the entire part of the season before it. So yeah. I don't. I would probably stay away from it all because no one, and even for the rest of the season, I'd probably stay away. <coughs> and then, of course, DeAndre Hopkins, he's just a man, manimal. That's all he is. He's oh, going to yeah. keep doing things. And that's about it. I guess the Marius Thomas if you need like a, a flex, but that's really where you're going. And if you need a desperate Hail Mary, Kiki Cootie, if he's healthy. But that's more of a PPR reach than anything. Um, interesting thing here with Philadelphia. Do, do you feel like Nick Foles fits better in the scheme? Uh, I, I'm, I'm not saying he's better than Urs, because I don't believe that at all. I, I don't no, I don't think he fits better in the scheme, because we saw him start week one. I think he does really well yeah. when he's underprepared. He, I, I think you you can't let him know he's going to be the starter. Does that make sense? Like, <laughs> yeah. If he if you give him time to like like you know between, do you remember when Wince got hurt last year against the the Rams and then the next game, Foles was just flat out awful oh, for the next I think two weeks and then they had their bye week in at the start of the playoffs and then he came in and was dominating. Mm-hmm. I, I think if he gets some time to really get comfortable, but otherwise he just needs to be just kind of a, a loose weapon. Not think about things, just kind of do, you know, be be loose, I guess. Because if you're overthinking things, I think that's when things get weird. Yeah, um, and I, th- I think they pretty much yeah. Um, with Wentz, he had the what like a fractured vertebrae or something like that. Yeah, he's and decided he's, to. He's got a, he broke his back. <laughs> yeah, and so obviously, yeah, they decided to shut him down. I think um, there was some potential that he could play, but I mean. Let's be honest, they're probably not making the playoffs. Just shut them down. I think it's the right call to so, make. Can, can we play a fun game really quick? That's probably not going to happen. The, yeah. e- the Eagles make the playoffs and win another Super Bowl. You have to trade wins, right? <laughs> <laughs> You've got to trade wins at that point. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> you could never live that down if Big Dick Nick wins two Super Bowls in a row. <laughs> and I say that, if you haven't seen the picture, it's out there. <laughs> I'm going to have to see it now. Yeah, yeah someone someone got Nick, uh, Nick Foles' nudes. So, uh, the fans of Philadelphia affectionately call him Big Dick Nick. Uh, but just, that's a... And so, if they move on from Carson Wentz, what do they get back for him? That's an interesting question. He's obviously injury prone, as he's been injured the last two seasons. Well, but I, I mean, is he injury prone? An ACL and a broken back? Like, I don't know if that's injury prone or freak accident. You know what I mean? Kind of the Keenan Allen of the first couple yeah, of like, years, like the lacerated kidney and the ACL and back to back years. Like those are just mm-hmm. kind of weird. Like the ACL, that every, you know, every quarterback makes that play three or four times a year, where they're diving yeah. to get, get the extra yards. So that was just kind of a freak thing. And like a broken back, like that could happen to any player, really, if you just kind of get yeah. hit the wrong way. Now, what's weird is allegedly that he'd been having the back issue for several weeks, and maybe the coach, the training staff. We're trying to hide that it was for broken back, and if that's true, that is really bad for the union. Yeah. <laughs> or not for the union, for the the league against the union. But if if let's if you were the Jaguars and Carson Wentz is available, three first rounders, does that get him? I think that definitely gets him. But I, you got to think about it from the Eagles' perspective. Nick Foles is in his thirties; like he's definitely not your long term future. Right. You, you think you found your future? You mortgaged your future to get a future, and you found it. So I don't know. It, it's a it's a complicated question, and it's highly unlikely. But I just like to think of like, what, it'd be insane if Nick Foles wins two Super Bowls in a row. I would lose my mind if it happened. I'd probably <laughs> buy a Nick Foles jersey, honestly, <laughs> just because I'd be excited. Can, can we, in this hypothetical situation, just make him beat Brady again too? That'd be actually no. I don't want them to because I don't want the they, I want the Patriots to lose in the first round of the playoffs because they don't deserve I, a bite. They they piss down their leg. Yeah, um, I, I heard an interesting stat, I think, yesterday about that, and it's that the um, the Patriots have never been to Super Bowl unless they had, I think, it was either a first-round buy or home field advantage. I forget which one it is. They they haven't won a, a, a first-round playoff game in, like, over 10 years. Granted, they haven't played one in over 10 years either. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, it's all about how you skew your facts. Yeah, when they have bye weeks, they don't have to. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but jumping back to the Eagles – the rest of the running, like the running game, Josh Adams is getting a, a majority of the work, but we're going against a pretty good Texans front front seven. So I wouldn't say the running backs are great. And good luck with the wide receivers, man. Yeah, yeah. Are you? Do you think Jeffrey legitimately has Nick Foles' eyes? Um, it's hard to say after one game. I mean, he's been out or not been playing for <laughs> so long, but. I guess if, it just depends on your wide receiver setup, and if you've got Jeffries and you're going to go up against Houston, who who could put up points, um, you might have to throw them in and, and see what happens. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I would definitely stay away from anyone else. I mean, Zach Ertz, of course, has to be played. But that's just because he's by far the best tight end. they have. Well, one of the top three or four tight ends in the league, but... Aside from that, I, I think Jeffrey probably has to be played just because yeah. he got, you know, a solid eight targets here. And if. All right, let me know when I'm ready to go. Ready. Right. So, Zach Ertz, of course, has to be played. Although I'd be 
moderately concerned after only three receptions last week. Not having Carson Wentz definitely changes things a, a little bit, but I mean, it's not like you're not starting Zach Ertz in the championship game at this point. But I mean, yeah. aside from Jeffrey and Ertz, I don't think anyone else is usable. Yeah, I think that's about right. Um, let's see, who do you got? I'm gonna go with Houston. Eagles, it is. All right, next up in a game that somehow matters. I don't know why, but it matters. We've got the Jacksonville Jaguars going to Miami to play the Dolphins. Um, has anyone quit harder than the Jaguars at this point? Oh, they're so done. Yeah, I don't. Like, did you see that they pulled Leonard Fournette in the third quarter? I did not see it. I don't know why, but yeah, they they had some guy named Williams getting carries in the third and fourth quarter. Um, but Cody Kessler, whatever, he's not good. If you, I don't think you can use any running back in any kind of happiness because you don't. Last week, here here's your stat line per carry: Fournette eleven, Williams five, Yeldon three, Carlos Hyde healthy and active. Ouch. Yeah, and then. You know, D.D. Westbrook got three for 21, but that was your most productive receiver. I would just say stay away from the Jaguars all up and down the board. Not into any of it. Maybe the defense, just because I think Tannehill is a turnover prone. But I kind of think the team might just be quitting anyway. So. Hello? Hmm? Now what? All right, people need to quit calling me. All right, um, <laughs> I finished the Jags. We can drop, jump in on the Dolphins whenever you're ready. All right. Uh, Give me one second. Oakley, stop. All right, you're good. She keeps meowing and looking around. <laughs> driving me batshit crazy. All right, with the Dolphins, um, and correct me if I was wrong on this one, but um, Frank Gore. Out for the year. That's what okay. I'd... Um, I, I don't think it. I don't, don't think there's like any like lasting damage. It's just had an ankle sprain. But at this point, like anything could end that guy's career. I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually I do hope he's gone because he's such a thorn in the side. But like from like mm-hmm. a career standpoint, I hope that guy gets to play until he's 45. It'd be great. He breaks like the rushing title, but he's like, he's like 47. <laughs> but but he's getting like 500 yards a season. Like he's just dragging it out. <laughs> and Amos Smith's like sitting there like, come on, man, really another year of 500. Come on, just stop. <laughs> It'd be great. Because he's already, he's like, what, top four? He's up there. I don't know the, the numbers specifically, but he, he's definitely in the top ten somewhere. I think, um, I think he broke top five this year. He might. He might. Um, and I know Kalen Blage got some work, um, and maybe they sprinkle him in to kind of keep kind of their two-back system going. Um, I still, I don't really want to hinge any of my championship games on, you know, Kalen Balazs. Um, so maybe you start the other guy whose name is absolutely escaping me at this point. Kenyon uh, Drake. Kenyon Drake. There you go. He's still the more versatile um, of the backs and can get some passing work. So if you had to start one, it would be him. And then the wide receivers, I'm not really interested at all just because, yuck. Um, to, to put a circle on that conversation, Frank Gore is now fourth in rushing. Um, he is about 600 yards behind Barry Sanders for third. 
and then he's a, a solid 2,000 behind Walter Payton for third or second, and then he's a solid three and a half, almost 4,000 behind Emmitt Smith. So I don't think he's getting it. Yikes. No, no, he's not. Um, so you were saying Kalen Barrage versus Kenyon Drake. I actually think Barrage is in a terrible ad in deeper leagues because even after Gore got pulled, Kenyon Drake got 12 carries, and they put they didn't put Kenyon Drake on the field at all. So I, I would, if you're, you know, if you're banged up, you you lost, I don't know, if you lost Aaron Jones or if you lost uh, another running back last week, Edo Smith, if you, were, if you were relying on him. I don't hate the Kalen Balazs ad. I don't think it's great by any means, but I, I think he's going to get the work. I, I think they've come to the fact that Kenyon Drake is more of a change of pace than an everyday carrier. So I don't hate Balazs, but I wouldn't feel comfortable. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Um, you got anything else or are we moving on? Um, I'm just going to pick Miami because they need it more. Oh, man. Am I really going to? Yep. Give me Cody Kessler. Ah, I need I need the points. Um, in a game that <laughs> means absolutely nothing, the Green Bay Packers travel to face the New York J-E-T-S Jets, 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 Jets. Um, did you see something about this? So, apparently, the Packers were favored. At some point, when the line initially opened, and I think they were favored by close to like six, five or six or seven points, and now it's changed to the Jets being favored. Ouch! <laughs> they think Rodgers may not play in this game. Why would Why would he need to? Well, yeah, he's he's already had a knee injury this year. What's the point? What are we yeah. What are we doing here? What are we gaining? If anything, put it, take him out for the rest of the year. Start having him interview coaches. Get get that guy someone he likes. But um, so I guess. If Rodgers plays, that changes things. So if Rodgers plays, you, you you always use Rodgers. If Rodgers doesn't play, I don't think you use anyone. Yeah, well, I would argue that you could still use Devontae Adams because even when they had um, do you was know it Huntley. Who, do you know who the quarterback is back up right now? Is it Kaiser? It is Deshaun Kaiser. That is <laughs> accurate, yes. Gross. But really, he's a, he's a sidestep for Hundley. They're basically the same player. And when Hundley played a bunch of games, what was it last year, two years ago? Um, Do you know who Adams. fell in interceptions last year? Deshaun <clears throat> Kaiser. I believe it was Deshaun Kaiser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look that up, but I'm pretty sure he led the NFL in interceptions last year. Yeah, I just don't know, because right now, Devontae Adams is the number one wide receiver in fantasy. Like, I don't know how you bench that. I, I would still probably start Yeah, him. I'm probably being a little hyperbolic here. You probably have to start him just based on talent, and you probably don't have any, like, comparable asset on your bench. But, I mean, would you feel comfortable about it? I don't love it. At least it's the Jets, though. I mean, that's a little bump, I think. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, the Jets aren't playing for anything, but I, I still think the, the Jets... Their secondary isn't awful, I guess, is my, my bigger takeaway here. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't feel great about any of it, but I guess my bigger takeaway here is in games that don't matter, I have no idea how to really approach them in fantasy because nothing matters. Like, you know, what if Aaron Rodgers plays a court and they're like, ah, we're losing, get out of here. And then, you, and then you're just, what do you do? Yeah. So, and also, I, I don't know if we mentioned it, Aaron Jones um, out for the year, put, put on IR yesterday. Jamal Williams, definite add. I think he gets enough amount, enough work to be right there as like an RB two. Yeah. So. Um, with the Jets, um, I saw that Elijah McGuire had a pretty nice projection coming into this week. Well, they placed um, what's his Crow? name? Yeah, Crowell. 
and Pal are both out for the year, so there's really no one else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, I mean, I mean, there's a cannon, but I mean, I think this is a good time to get a look at McGuire. Now, I wouldn't go like run into the mountain here. Granted, I was like one of the leaders of the Ad Elijah McGuire before he was even eligible to be played, but at some point, you're. They're just getting a look for next year. I don't know that he's that great of a talent to like jeopardize your fantasy championship on. I feel like you probably have better running backs. But again, if you were yeah. someone who lost like Aaron Jones or one of the other running backs, or if like Melvin Gordon's a late scratch, there's another option. Yeah, for sure. Um, does anyone else matter to you here? That no. Mm-mm. I mean, Robbie Anderson's had a few decent weeks here and there, but I'm not interested. You you don't believe in Sam Darnold? No. Rude. Just rude, <laughs> I tell you. Um, I'm trying to find my interceptions. I can't find them. This is irritating me. Anyway, who do you got? I'm actually going to go with the Jets. Packers, because I got to be a jerk. All right. In the game that somehow, really quick, we haven't talked about them yet, but... The Bengals at the Browns. We haven't talked about the Browns. Did you know mathematically they're still alive? I I want this bad. Do you I want it? Do you know how it? Ha- I know the exact scenario. There is one scenario in which they get in. So yeah, the Baltimore Ra- and the Steelers lose out. <laughs> no, th- this week no Steelers have to win out. Well, not win out. Steelers have to win the division. But in this scenario, um, yeah, Steelers win the division. Um. So the Ravens have to lose out. The Titans have to lose out. Or sorry, this week the Titans, Ravens, and Colts all have to lose. And then next Ugh. week the Ravens play the Browns, so they have to lose to the Browns. And then the Titans and Colts have to tie. <laughs> Jesus. And then they get in on like a three-game tiebreaker. <laughs> so, so I guess my my question here then for you is if if Hugh gets fired at the end of last year. Does Cleveland make the playoffs this year? Like, is that worth two more games? Um, probably. I I think so. I mean, he's just such a bad coach. I feel like yeah, if they would have switched earlier, or maybe even fired. I don't even know why they hired Todd Haley to begin with. I didn't understand that to begin with. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I I would have probably tried to go have gone with a younger play caller anyway. Because it seems like Freddie Kitchens just kind of works with what works for Baker. So, I mean, I don't really know, but I would say had they had someone who would call, you know, or more probably more importantly, maybe if they wouldn't have been dumb and just started Baker Mayfield from the get-go. Oh, yeah, true that. Because, unfortunately... Um, Tyra Taylor was never going to take a chance to try to win games when they could have won games. Because, you know, when they had a shot to beat the Steelers in, like, week two or three or whatever it was, they tied. They, they You know, if you had that win right now, you're in really good shape. So, mm-hmm. um, But going for the Bengals here, um, with Jeff, Jeff Driscoll at quarterback, um, that pretty much neuters most of the offense, except for Joe Mixon. He's been an absolute hammer down the stretch here. And going against the Browns, I, I think he just keeps on keeping on. And then uh, Tyler Boyd le- leaves this game with a knee injury. The Bengals are pretty upfront with their injury stuff. So if they don't practice all week, they usually don't play. So if Tyler Boyd doesn't practice by Friday, he's probably out. And if he's out, RIP offense. 
Yeah. I mean, AJ Green's already out for the year. You don't have Tyler Boyd. Like, just stuff the box and hold Mixon. Yeah. God, that'd Done. Be, that that would just stink. <clears throat> but what can you do? What do you got on the Browns? Browns wise, um, Baker Mayfield, I think is is a solid start here um, at home versus a team that's pretty much packed it in. Um, Chubb was kind of quiet last week, but again, um, he's too talented, I and mean, he gets too much volume not to use him week in and week out. Um, in the wide receiver wise, um, I guess Landry's probably still the best option. Um, every week it can change, you know. Njoku's still there and a threat, at, you know, week to week, or maybe Callaway has a week here and there, so it, it gets kind of confusing. But I think um, Landry's probably your best bet. Yeah, I would echo. Um, for the record, I just looked it up. Um, in fact, Deshaun Kaiser did lead lead the league in interceptions last year. He had twenty two. Guess what? Second place had seventeen. Sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even start the entire year. That is incredible. It's pretty great. That is so good. Man. Yeah. Um, Cam Newton was second in interceptions, and Cam Newton completed about 40 more passes on 20 more attempts. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That's really good. Um, who do you got here? I kind of um, skipped over it, but it doesn't matter for me. Oh, I'm, I'm feeling dangerous. No! I don't. You keep taking the Browns. I'm supposed <laughs> to take the Browns. I will also be dangerous. I can't pick the Bengals without an offense. Their offense has been neutered. Yeah, it's gross. Uh, Bucks at Cowboys. Um, for the Buccaneers, man, just things aren't going their way. As predicted, Jameis Winston flopped against the good defense. He was due for a stinker. Going against the Cowboys, who I think might play a little bit better this time around, I would say no Jameis in the playoffs for me, but that's just me. Um, Peyton Barber sneakily has been a pretty productive running back. Also, quick tangent, um, do you know who has the longest active starting streak at running back right now for a consecutive game started? Is it Peyton Barber? It is not. He's second, but. (laughs) No, no, I don't. Christian McCaffrey, which just tells you how brutal running back is. Yeah, that's, that's rough. I mean, Zeke would probably be there, but Zeke got suspended last year, so that kind of screwed it up. But right. But, I mean, so, yeah, I, th- I think it's – I can't remember how many games in a row it is for McCaffrey. I think it's, like, 17 or 18, and then, like, Barber sneaks in at, like – or maybe McCaffrey's a little bit higher and Barber might be at, like, 17 games in a row started. I can't remember. I was listening to that the other day. But uh, Peyton Barber, sneaky, like, flex play at running back. Really little upside. And then Mike Evans every week. The rest of the running backs, they kind of all came down to earth – or uh, wide receivers came down to earth. And I can't have imagined that it's going to continue going that way. Just because I think the Cowboys defense is pretty good, and I think Jameis is pretty bad. Yeah, I can guarantee you that Dallas isn't going to put up a goose egg this week versus that horrid Tampa defense. How awesome would it be if they did, though? Oh, man, that'd be rough. Um, I'll tell you right now, you're just going to pretty much start the big three. um, Dak, Amari, Zeke. Yeah, Zeke and Amari for sure. Uh, you know, Dak depending on kind of your quarterback situation. Although this is a really good week for him at home versus Tampa Bay. So yeah, uh, Cowboys across the board. I'm assuming here. Yep, they're gonna eat that W. Oh, gross. I I wonder, <laughs> I wonder how many games he's started and won since then. Probably not very many. Anyway, no. Vikings at Lions in a game that matters dramatically for the Vikings and not so much for the Lions. Um, Vikings wise. Stefanski came in, an offensive coordinator, 
and really changed up the old game plan. Kirk only threw the ball 21 times, so not great for Kirk. Dalvin Cook, though, 19 carries, two tutters in there. Um, got a pass out of the backfield. Now, here's the problem. Stephon Diggs gets a touchdown. He's okay. Adam Thielen only gets two targets. Yeah. That's got to be really alarming right now. Yeah, it's not, it's not great. He's really cooled off. Yeah, yeah. He's been ice cold. Um, I don't know what, what you can do about it at this point. Because um, I, I don't know that you have a better player with more upside on, on your roster. The Lions defense stinks. Um, and uh, God, who's the good corner they have there? Darius Slay. Uh, yeah, Darius Slay doesn't shadow. And even if he does, he he doesn't go down in the slot, so you can get Thielen away from him. I still think you got to start Thielen and Diggs, but, man, I am nervous as all be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. Um, with Detroit, um, Carrion is on injured reserve, um, well, I guess. He's on IR? Yeah. I missed that. Yep, yep, yep. I didn't know he, um, I didn't know he went to IR. Yeah, I don't even rem- I don't even know what it is. I just saw the headline of... Um, Unless it's a different running back, Johnson, that went on IR. But um, w- with him out, I would suspect kind of a mixture between um, Blunt and... Um, Riddick. Riddick, yeah. And, um, obviously, and a little Zach Zinner. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he might be in there for a few carries. But I think mainly, um, probably those first two guys there. Um, we, we've seen a couple times this season where Blunt, um, I think, had like a two-touchdown game early on or something like that. So um, Yeah, he had a two-tutter game against the Bears on uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, so there's some potential there if you're if you're hurting. Um, other than that, I mean, wide receiver wise, Galloway is an option. Although versus Minnesota's defense, and they have no other options really in the passing game, it, it might not be great. Yeah, yeah. Kenny Kenny Galladay, that's about the extent of your power there. And he got over targeted this week after only getting two targets last <coughs> week. So to be determined. But the Vikings defense really really good, I think. So this could yeah. be a a, a game where that's probably my favorite defense to play if I can get them. Uh, who do you got? Uh, Minnesota. Yeah, I also go Minnesota. Bills at Patriots. Um, I think I texted you about this, but during the game on Sunday, the Bills at one point were without running back. Just they didn't have one. Because <laughs> LaShawn yeah. McCoy um, and Chris Ivory both ruled out with injuries, and so they went in with two running backs, Marcus Murphy, who got put on IR this week. And then Keith Ford left the game with an injury. So that means their their only running back was their fullback, DeMarco. But hold your thought. They've got the best running back in football named Josh Allen. Bingo. <laughs> he just happens to be a quarterback. But uh, that's a joke. Anyway, Josh Allen, definitely top, top end streamer at quarterback. Not because he's a good thrower, but because he's getting over nearly 100 yards. Granted, he only got 16 yards this past week. But he's been averaging close to 70 yards a game on the ground and touchdowns every week. Um, and then if you want the deepest of deepest Hail Marys at wide receiver, Robert Foster's caught 94 yards in four straight weeks. Worth a shot if you, if you, you know, if you lost everything you had at wide receiver, like if you've lost Sanders and some of the other guys who have been out the last couple of weeks. So that's, that's your deep cut. Yeah. Um, New England wise, uh, if you're starting Tom Brady, you're going to, I start, keep starting him here. Uh, Buffalo's actually got a pretty decent defense, so if you have better options, I would go um, that way. Um, running back-wise, um, kind of a mess. I guess Sony Michelle is still my favorite. They went nearly like 33% of the of the snaps across the board. It was awful. 
Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, I would. I would just steer clear if you could. Um, if you have to play one, I'm with you. I think it's Michelle, and that's you're just hoping Devlin doesn't vulture a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I swear Belichick does it just to piss us off. <laughs> Probably. He absorbs hate. That's what. That's what it is. It makes him stronger. Yeah. He's, he's like Anakin Skywalker. Uh, wide receiver-wise, Edelman's been sneaky good. Um, I just feel like people aren't talking about him enough. He's been pretty good um, after coming back from suspension. And then Josh Gordon um, has some potential as well. Yeah, he's been quiet lately, but I still think him and those are the two to go. And, of course, Gronk is Gronk. So, yeah. Um, who do you got here? Pretty much a must-win game for the pa- pa- for the Patriots. For the Patriots. Patriots. Yeah, I, I would love to see Buffalo win, but I'm going to pick the Patriots. I'm going to build it. Bill's. Bills, Bills, Bills. All right, Falcons at Panthers in a game that has no playoff implications. Um, for the Falcons, Matt Ryan somehow quietly is having nearly an identical season to his MVP season, and no one's talking about it. Mm-hmm. But, I'm pretty um, sure he didn't even make the Pro Bowl. Well, that's because he's on a terrible team. Yep. That's, tr- that's true. <laughs> um, so Matt Ryan, go ahead and fire him up. Edo Smith on IR. I don't know that they have any other running backs. So Tevin Coleman, after having a f- party last week, I, I keep firing up Tevin Coleman. He's playing for a new contract next year anyway. And then Julio Jones, absolutely every week. That's about it. I don't think Calvin would release a thing anymore. Yeah, um, Unless jo- thing- Jones got hurt. If Jones misses the game, then Ridley, yes. Oh, big time. Yeah, I agree there. Um, I guess they were talking about how they were trying to get um... – uh, Freeman to come back? Like, why? Like, you guys have five wins. Like, shut it down. There's shut nothing down. to... Unless they want to, like, get him a, a game or two of action just to kind of, like, make sure he's ready to come... Because it'd be so aggravating if he comes in week one and gets hurt again next year. And then maybe, maybe didn't try to address running back the way they should. Yeah. So, it, you know, maybe if you're trying to figure out how injury-prone the guy is. But at this point, he's so out of football shape, you're not doing much. <clears throat> For sure. Um, with Carolina, I would go ahead and warm up um, Cam Newton. He had a bad game uh, last week here, but Atlanta's defense, anything special, like half of them on our IR anyway. Um, can, can I play spin zone really quick? Yeah. I don't think Cam's going to play. Oh, really? He has a really bad shoulder injury. Like, no one's talking about it. He can't throw the ball. Like, they're, he can't throw it more than 20, 30 yards. Hmm. So, yeah, so I wouldn't be shocked if Cam doesn't play. And do you know who their backup is? Uh, Taylor Hineke. I wouldn't. Was not about to guess that. That's for sure. So I mean, I don't. I, I don't know. A lot of that speculation. But even if he plays and they're getting their butt kicked, like you just pull Cam. Like, his shoulder isn't right. He got his shoulder injury at the same time Andrew Luck got it, and I think he aggravated it this year. Yeah, and at this point, I mean. I don't know if they're mathematically still alive or not, but they're pretty much out of the playoffs. No, so they if, are. If, they, they were eliminated they? on Monday with the loss. Okay, so yeah, just, just shut it down. There's no reason. C- can I play a fun game with you? Yes. You, and I, you probably know where I'm going to go with this immediately. Does Christian McCaffrey make the Panthers worse? No. I think he does! Granted, I am really... I'm like, I've dug in my heels. I am in my corner here. But they they were winning games before Christian McCaffrey, and now they can't seem to win games. I'm just saying that making such a focal point of one player on offense is somewhat detrimental to the team. They've got rid of Kelvin Benjamin. Granted, we don't think he's very good, but still. 
they had to get rid of one player. Devin Funches has been next to unutilizable. So I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's kind of a you know, it's a, it's a dumb take. It's a really dumb take. But I'm just saying, I think they could be better without Christian McCaffrey. I'm just saying. Well, I don't think they had the wide receivers for their scheme because look, look when they had the two players that you just named. They're both slow and they're both like, like Funches is like seven feet well, tall. Well, He's freakishly well, huge. They're both He's a tight sl- end. they're both slow and big, and they yeah. but they play like they're six foot. The the, no, the two new kids. Um, I'm blanking on Moore and Samuel. DJ Moore and Samuel. Like they're both small, but they play like they're six seven. They play big. Yeah, so, and they, they attack the ball. They they don't just kind of use their size. They go and they they're just better, and they're better in space, and they're quick, and you can kind of utilize some of the other stuff. You jet motion sweeps and things like that, and get them. You, you get them carries in the in the run game. Samuel played halfback in college, so I I get what you're saying. I, I don't think the offense is in. Maybe with more time, they'll develop better if Cam's healthier next year. I just like to play my little other side that Christian McCaffrey could be hurting the Panthers. Yeah, and I think they can still use Funches. Just he's not a number one. You can't well, do that to at, him at this point. There's nothing. Why would you invest any time at this point? Make him healthy and active. Yeah, he's not. He's not going to be on your team next year. He's on under a contract year, so just kind of move on. Yeah, I, I wouldn't resign him either, yeah, unless it was chump change or something. Well, but, uh, I, I don't even think they want to sign him back next year. I mean, definitely, I, I would assume that Ian Thomas at tight end because I'm assuming Greg Olson retires, and then yeah. you go uh, DJ Moore is your probably your number one wide receiver, and then Samuel is probably your slot wide receiver, and you get someone else to be your number two. Samuel will probably be your number two receiver, but he's probably more of a slot and yeah. um, motion guy more than anything. Yeah, I, I think that would be a better um, offensive scheme for them in total. Who do you got? Um, I'm going to go with Atlanta. I'll go Panthers after I just went on this whole soliloquy about how they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we need to pick it up just a smidge here. Um, next up, we've got the Bears traveling to face the 49ers in what could be a very important game if the Rams were to drop the ball against the Cardinals here. Uh, the the Bears could sneak into playoff or a home, not home field, first round by um, Trubisky. I think you can keep starting him. Um, I just don't know how deep in the game he's going to have to go. I don't actually no. I, I take that back. I think you can start him all the way. The 49ers are being frisky running back wise. I still believe in Tariq Cohen, but Jordan Howard does exist. So it's kind of a coin flip there. And then wide receiver. I think Allen Robinson is like a wide receiver three at best. And I don't believe in Trey Burton. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, San Francisco, um, Mullins is having a sneaky good season, I think, thus far. And I think if you ignore um, salary cap implications, that you could argue that there's a quarterback controversy. But that's probably for another podcast where we're not behind on time. Um, running back wise, um, uh, what's Wilson Jr. just kind of was a hot flash in the pan. I think he's kind of died out. Well, yeah, and, as soon as Brady come back, he was always going to go away. <clears throat> Cinder, the yeah. Cinderella's pumpkin or whatever. You know what I mean? Back to the pumpkin, yeah. Um, and then um, I'm blanking. Why uh, wide receiver wise? You're going to start Kittle, obviously. And then other than that, um, Dante yeah. Pettis, man, he's been on fire. Is he? I haven't no, I haven't been paying attention to Pettis. Um, he's he's been between probably ten and fifteen points every game for the past four or five games. He's got he's got a touchdown or at least five receptions for over fifty yards for the last five weeks. So he's been on fire. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who, do you, who do you got? Uh, Bears. Forty ers Ooh. Being a contrarian, I don't really Hot believe take. that. 
Um, all right, Rams at Cardinals. Um, the Rams, I, I don't know what's going on, but something's going on there. Um, Jared Goff, normally I would say this is a must-start, but I don't think it is. Um, the the Cardinals are one of the worst defenses for a court, for your fantasy quarterback to be playing, and it's not because yeah. they're good. It's because they're bad. <laughs> because they're so bad against the run defense, they don't have to throw enough passes. So I would say avoid Jared Goff if you can, which you probably can. I, I bet right. there's enough streamable options out there. Running back-wise, um, the Cardinals are the worst defense against running backs. Yeah, really pumped. The only negative thing here is if Gurley gets pulled early because they're concerned about his workload and trying to get him some rest before the playoffs. So I don't think you need to handcuff with John Kelly. I know people are out there saying, handcuff, handcuff. John Kelly's not that much better. Like Todd, He's not Todd Gurley. He's not going to do the same thing with the workload. You can get a comparable back. You probably already have a comparable back on your roster. And then uh, Robert Woods, Reynolds, Cooks, they're all continuing to be great. Um, Arizona, at, at best, if you've got David Johnson, I think you've got to start him just for the uh, the potential um, he has in that offense. And Larry Fitzgerald um, has had good games you know, here or there. Um, see here, he's um, not sure if this is his last home game or not. Um, I kind of think it is, but... Um, yeah, I would just, imagine just throw that out But that, that's about all we can care about in fantasy. Rams... Yeah. Yeah. All right. Steelers at Saints. Very important game for both teams. Um, for the Steelers here, Big Ben. Oh, that guy, I can't believe he played through all those injuries. Uh, oh, so many. I, I imagine you got to fire him up here. Uh, Saints defense has been pretty stingy, but I think if they're going to win, it's through Big Ben. Um, I, I imagine James Conner's coming back. He was really close last week, so that yeah. kind of means Jalen Samuels kind of becomes an afterthought, I think. Unless you're in, like, a Yahoo and you can maybe slide him in at tight end just because I think he's better than a lot of, like, even as, like, a part-time running back, I think he could do better than a lot of tight ends. And then uh, running back-wise, or wide receiver, Brown and Sh- Sh- Smith-Schuster, it never changes. Yeah, for sure. Um, with New Orleans, uh, Kamara, I think Ingram's kind of dissipated in the offense. Um Breeze, obviously, wide receiver-wise. Michael Thomas is really the only one I would want to start. Um, anybody else would just be out of, really out of desperation. Yeah. Uh, who do you got? Uh, the Saints. Steelers it is. I don't like that, but I'm going contrarian. All right, an important game. Chiefs at Seahawks. Huge for both games. Both teams. Mm-hmm. Both teams need a massive win here. So it'll be really interesting to see how this goes. Um for the Chiefs, Mahomes, duh, no, no joke needed there. Uh, Hill and Kelsey, never, nothing changes there. The rest of the wide receivers don't really matter at this point anymore. Now, running back is where it gets really interesting because Damian Williams was an absolute animal last Thursday against the Chargers, but Spencer Ware is supposed to be back, so I don't know. I, I, I think Williams is better. He, he might be. Um, we, I don't think we have enough sample sizes in that offense really to, to make the distinguishment yet, but I would say go with a hot hand. I just I think I like Williams better because he he's available in the passing game more than Ware is, and I think he can do a little bit more, and I think he's closer to Kareem Hunt than Spencer Ware could be. So yeah. I I would go Damian Williams if it was me. Who do you got? Uh, I'm gonna go with Kansas City. I will take the Seahawks, and then Monday Night Football um, game that mathematically doesn't matter. Broncos at Raiders for the Broncos. Um, Case Keenum kind of limits the offense, and he's not really usable to me at this point. <laughs> Running back-wise, Phillip Lindsay was quiet last week, but the Browns' defense is pretty okay. 
So I still think you can give him a go. And then running wide receiver-wise, I said it last week. I'm saying it again. Deshaun Hamilton's the guy. He's he got He's gotten uh, double-digit targets the last two weeks. And he got seven for 46 last week. I, th- I think in PPR formats, he's about the only asset in the passing game. Uh, and then with Oakland, just don't have any Oakland players. What about there? what about all pro tight end Jared Cook? Uh, what about him? <laughs> I oh, I just wanted to gloat that he's terrible <laughs> and that I was right, yeah. shitting on him for the first six weeks of the season. That's uh, fair. Yeah, I don't think anyone matters here. I mean, I hope they bring back Marshawn Lynch if they play another game in Oakland. I don't know if they do or don't, but if they play another game yeah. in Oakland, I hope he comes back. Otherwise. I'm not buying Jordy Nelson. Yeah, I'm good. Who do you yeah, got? Definitely. Um, I guess let me go with Denver. I guess I'll go with the Raiders. We'll see if we can get you to a 30-point lead. Um, <laughs> anything else you want to talk about? Negative. Incidental contact pod at yahoo.com at pod on Twitter. Please rate, review, subscribe, and we will be back next week to talk about some of this and maybe even are we doing a week 17? We'll figure that out next week. Anyway, everyone have a good weekend.